Welcome to the Healthy Living Podcast, hosted by coaches Bill and Essen. With so many fitness fads and trends, compounded with hundreds of mixed reviews, it is nice to know that this madness can be simplified into meaningful content, whether you want to believe it or not. There are millions of Americans that are literally eating themselves to death, a learned behavior that has been passed down from generation to generation. Let's connect with the team that has the knowledge and experience to change this. Okay, uh, this is Coach Bill, and we're here with Coach Eston, and today's segment is getting to know each one of us and how we can help you live a healthier lifestyle. And um, to start us off would be Coach Eston. So, uh, Eston, um, tell us a little bit about your background, where you came from, and um, we'll take it from there. Okay, so why am I doing this? Well, first, well, not much why you're doing this, but a little bit about your background. Where, where'd you come from? What's your background in uh, fitness and, and um, weight management? All right. Well, career-wise, I have four years of college, and I attained a Bachelor of Science in Exercise. I also have 10 years of clinical experience in wellness rehab, uh, combined with 20 years of exercise training at various levels from beginner to advanced. Mm-hmm. And in addition, I have a lifetime of battling uh, dysmorphia. Now, what, what is that, dysmorphia? Um, it's a distorted body image where you look in a mirror or a reflective service and what you see is not what others see. Some mm. see themselves wow. too thin. Some see themselves too fat. I have the latter, not the former. Right, right. Okay. When I look in a mirror, I see a stay, uh, stay puff marshmallow man. Even though that's, you're just far from that. If you say so. I mean, I am I six foot four and I'm 230 pounds. To me, I have a huge belly, skinny arms, skinny legs, fat face. Mm-hmm. And I've seen myself that way the majority of my adult life. I see. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons so how, why I got into fitness. <laughs> so that's probably one of the reasons why you're doing this, right? Yes. Yes. I, mm-hmm. I like to, because one of the reasons why is like, I want to engage people in a healthy conversation about lifestyle choices like exercise and like eating, uh, but more mm. importantly, to be able to teach them how to pursue a lifestyle uh, indefinitely. Um, mm. I think how I got started was through, I was on track and field as a boy and there you learn um, binge purge uh, way of eating and exercising. And then that just morphed into um self-loathing because I never could seem to attain what was being asked of me by coaches or choreographers later on when I got into dance or Mm -hmm. acting coaches or um, fashion coordinators when I was a model. I was never good Mm -hmm. enough and it was always brought back to my body. Even at our house, it was eat, 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 eat. You're not eating enough. If you love me, eat. So food became repulsive to me because it was an obligation and I couldn't enjoy it. Right, right. And then later on, trying to find a mate, you're being judged by your physicality first and getting rejected because right. I didn't have a six pack or my chest wasn't big enough or whatever. Mm. Mm. So I've been dealing so with it. So it's all physical. It was nothing with, uh, you know, that person had a great personality is a joke no. these days. Yeah. 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 And it didn't matter how educated mm. I became. I mean, I have a bachelor's of science in exercise science, a master's in health science. I have a fine arts degree in communications. I'm a, a licensed massage therapist. Um, 
I have certifications by ACSM, AFA. I'm even certified in CPR, AED, and first aid by the American Heart Association. I've and written still, several you books. Still struggle with that. Hmm. Yeah, still struggle with it because mm-hmm. that doesn't. Well, I'm sorry, matter. I cut you off by a book. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I, and I've published several books. I am a science fiction author under the pen name of E. Robert John. I have 15 books in my series. I've written several short stories, plays, screenplays. And in the back of your mind, you're still not good enough, and especially physically. Wow. And I'm aging. I'm 57. Doesn't help. <laughs> but I die. Well, uh, and I, you know, and yeah. I eat and I am successful on some levels, but I am very empathetic to other people that are dealing with weight issues. Right. So that, Which is other. very common in the United States. Correct. And worldwide, mm-hmm. very much so in the United States, because we're very youth oriented. And it's youth-driven, and beauty is all based on age and youth and body type. And right, right. And now with social so, media, uh, <laughs> also, yeah, social media. Yeah, I, I know that you've uh, were very active um, when you first um, started down this track. Um, anything that you can add regarding that? Well, I have um, by having that dysmorphic binge purge kind of somewhat anorexic mindset. Of course, I overdid everything. So now I have a host of muscle skeletal injuries. I guess right. technically it's overuse syndrome. So um, yeah, I'm personally dealing with that, which also knows another layer of my empathy towards individuals attempting to overcome any type of lifelong movement injuries. Um, that was and kind of like that was with your, with your Right, right. I was going yeah, to say that uh, you were an instructor, were you not? Yeah, I, I taught. Yeah, I taught group exercise like aerobics, uh, high, low, step, slide, for over thirty years, as well as teaching yoga, as well as teaching you know uh, strength training classes, you know toning classes like below the belt, uh, but mm. also uh, mm. actually a personal trainer, gym helping with free weights and machines. I did that for thirty years, so you know that was my full time job. So eight hours a day, I was in the gym, and a good portion of that, if not half of that, was spent exercising every single day. Wow. With a, v- a variety of combination of those kind of classes. I might teach two step and then two yoga, or I might teach a step, a slide, and a, a toning class and a yoga or whatever throughout a day, six days a week sometimes. Because if you don't work and, in that industry, you don't get paid. So there's no right. sick time, and, there's no personal leave days, no med- no health care. You know, so if you don't work, you don't you don't make a living. So you're forced to work every single day and that's a physical job. Right, right. Eventually, um, wear and tear. I mean, that's yes. with any any job, especially yeah. if it's eight, eight hours a day, six to eight hours a day every day. Yeah, yeah. you don't last too long. No, yeah, and I'm, I, I lasted it. thirty. I lasted thirty years. Right. But now, you know, now in my fifties, my body's like, no, we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> and I agree with it. <laughs> not to get into another topic uh, with this one. This is more. To, more about getting to know us and yeah. um, your background is very impressive, Esten. And uh, okay. a lot of people can, can benefit, yeah, sure, can benefit from your knowledge. And so, with that said, um, the things about dysmorphia, that's our, that is actually our next podcast coming up. And mm-hmm. I, I know I'm going to be interested in hearing more about it. I know our listeners will too. So, um, we'll save that for an entire, another, entirely yeah. different part. Yeah, another podcast. Another day. Another day. Okay. Another, so with that said, 
enough mm-hmm. about me. What about you? So why are you doing this? Well, um, I've not like yourself. I, well, similar to, I should say, I wasn't really an instructor yet until recently. Um, but I've been athletic and in, in, in athletics all my life and, um, primarily football. When I started eight years old, when I was eight years old, I started, I should say, and up to about 25 years old where I played football to, to a semi-pro level. And, um, long story short, I came close to being professional, but just, uh, it didn't, it didn't happen, but I learned a lot from that. I also learned a lot of, of about not being active and my story is out on, on my website, but a brief summary much like most people that were active or maybe they weren't active. When you get married, have kids, things change, your lifestyle changes. And that I was not excluded from that. And, um, I gained over, I was 280. Um, I was, uh, I was a slug Eston, and, um, didn't do any much of anything except for traveling with, with my son to his, uh, and my daughter to their games, you know? And, um, I had a bout with, uh, prostate and, bladder cancer, high cholesterol, and a doctor says, if you don't start exercising at least 20 minutes a day, mm-hmm. um, you, have to be, you have to be put on medication. And um, that kind of woke me up along with the cancer and the fact that I looked at myself in the mirror and I hated, I didn't know who that was. Um, I, I, was I just like doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Um, so my background is the highs and lows of life as well as understand how your body works, how it moves, how to feed it, how it's to be fed. Yeah. And it's a system that was, that was developed called Bishudo that puts everything in perspective when it comes to your body and exercise. And it's really designed for people over 35, 35 and over because more than likely they're getting married or have been married and have kids, a busy yeah, lifestyle. <laughs> and they're aging and they're absolutely aging, <laughs> aging. right so because of this system i've lost i'm down to 215 so over 60 pounds uh-huh. i've lost yeah and i just the best i felt after in 20 some years so it's uh it does work out and it a lot of people say well yeah anyone can do that anyone can lose weight and you're, and you're no, right. absolutely right am, well it, it, it let's keep it at yes, all anybody can but it, it, everyone's success is at different levels it's not as easy as mm-hmm. people just brush it off oh anybody can do that no it takes time and dedication it does it does a lot of people are used to quick fixes like you know um eat eat this for six weeks and lose 20 pounds lose your first 10 pounds in a week yeah it's all um, water and bile and uh, fecal yeah. matter and muscle mass yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah which is not the fat. worst muscle mass. <laughs> right right fat that's the key with a lot of people overlook and this system does concentrate on on those areas as well as fat mm-hmm. there's fat stores that your body for good reason has them available but yeah. never gets a chance to use them so mm-hmm. that's another podcast and um but the nice segue though Yes. to I'm other a, topics. I am a writer. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I'm good at segue. So we'll help people understand. What's that? I said I'm good at segue. You are. Very good. Yes. So here's my segue. We'll okay. help people, and you're including this, we'll help people understand why eating three, three times a day is not really ideal. And it's not for everyone, but for most people. Right. And why most people end up doing anaerobic versus aerobic. They don't understand the two, right? Yeah. Correct. And because of that, what's that? Correct. 
Mm-hmm. And because of that, they actually cause more fat to, to produce more fat than to lose it. So it's, it's, it's a lot of people are ignorant of that. And that, that's why we're on air to try to explain how that works. And why do a thousand, here's another one, another um, lie, or I just hate using the word lie, but it's not true. Yes. Doing a thousand sit-ups will help you get a six pack. No. No. No, it will not. No. And we'll explain why that is and why following a low fat diet is not necessarily good. Correct. Um, why only you need two hours exercise a week to help you lose weight. Um, depending on what you're looking for, right? If you were building, if you were looking to build muscle mass, like be it bulky, you may need to do it more than two hours, but your well, general, yeah, I mean, the, general, yeah. general exercise, you need two hours for fat, for, for losing weight and, and losing fat. Yeah, uh, yeah, structured uh, exercise, but then incidental exercises throughout your entire day for your entire life. Which means what, Esther? What's that? Well, mean? taking stairs instead of taking escalators, mm-hmm. parking the furthest in the mm-hmm. parking lot, and walking to your destination. You know, yep. walking around your neighborhood instead of taking Uber, <laughs> you know, or Lyft to go um, right. blocks. Um, I know people that get in their car to go to their um, apartment complex mailbox. And it's like, it's literally right over there. Why are you in your car getting, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It is a force of habit, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Breaking bad habits and creating a better ones, you know, and that, that's, that's not easy to do, but it starts with the mindset. Yeah. And that will help you with that here's one on a lot of people don't really really understand is plenty of sleep you need plenty of sleep to lose weight yes you don't want because your black with time your body re-energizes itself and if you're not getting enough sleep you're actually adding more stress and stress causes what oh disease fat you know, disease uh, plus disease cortisol. And then you put a, yeah cortisol release of cortisol which is mm-hmm. a fat sparing hormone yep. that turns off your immune yep. system Causes your insulin oh, levels and your sugar levels to go out of whack. And yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's meant for fight and or flight and short confused. duration. Yeah. Correct. Your body Very gets good. confused. Mm-hmm. It's like and putting why? a car on blocks and idling the engine. Right. And it's not going nowhere. Right. Here, there's it's your favorite one. Yeah. Why 80% of your body, uh, what, well, how you look, is determined by what you eat. So 80% of right. what you eat is, is how you look and feel. It's so right. true. Yes. And here's one that I, I love that I found uh, that's very doable. How can you can find the time to exercise amongst your busy schedule? Everyone's busy. Um, it's, it's about priorities. about also that if you make it a priority, you can fit it in every day if you want or three times a week, four times a week, whatever. But it's it half very, an hour earlier in the morning doing exercise half an hour before you would normally go to bed instead of just sitting on the sofa watching TV. Yeah. Not even half hour. How about 20 minutes? Yeah, taking I'll make a deal yeah, with take- it. Taking a 20-minute walk during your lunch half hour or hour. Yeah. You know, Exercise while you walk. doesn't have to be lifting weights. <laughs> no, right. It doesn't no, have to no. be a lifting weight. It's just movement. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So these are just one of, oh, my goodness, there's probably about 100 topics that, but these are the top ones that we came up with that we'll mm-hmm. be sharing with our listeners. And, um, but that's about all we, I, we have for today. Is there anything else you want to close with, Esther? No, no, just I'm glad to be a part of this, and I look forward to see where we we can go with it and who we can help. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Well, until next time, be healthy, be strong and be a life warrior. We'll talk to you soon. Be well. Be well.
opinions and topics expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily support the opinions and views of the wellness community. We would love to hear your thoughts, so click on the message button and give us your constructive feedback. Thank you for listening and make a positive difference today.